Hello everyone, this is episode 500 and nope, it is episode 600 of the Pixelated Saucers podcast for Monday, March 11th, 2019. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking about Beat Cop and more Apex Legends. Because there uh, is at least some news regarding Apex Legends. Is it news I particularly care about? Not really, but it is an excuse to talk about more Apex Legends. But I will, of course, start with Beat Cop. Also, there will be more movie nonsense because that is what I'm good for. So Beat Cop is a game that came out on PC, I think maybe a few years ago at this point. It might have come out in 2017, maybe even earlier, I don't know. But it came out on PC a while ago and finally made its way to consoles. I have played it on Xbox One. And the weird thing is, I thought it came out on consoles a long time ago as well. I thought I played it before and played it on Xbox One, but I was obviously wrong. What I played and what may look a lot like Beat Cop, I'm not sure. Because I think it was specifically the key art and the colorful look of, of the key art that confused me. Because there, there there are similar games, like This is the Police, but I wouldn't mistake that for Beat Cop. Uh, and Beat Cop is a pixel art game where you take on the role of a Beat Cop. You were formerly a detective who got into some... A uh, wild shit uh, involving a senator and some diamonds. And I think you shot someone and it's just like, what's going on? Where are the diamonds? Who's at fault? You have to, to solve this mystery. Uh, it's part of the, the main story. But in the meantime, you've been demoted to a bead cop. And you go around doing a lot of tedious tasks like writing parking tickets and tickets for bad tires and, and busted headlights and... You know, catching the occasional mugger or investigating the occasional murder, dealing with mafiosa and uh, some gangs and and random people on the street, and it's an interesting game in theory, but I think where it falls short, and it, this is a, a very crucial part and a part where they needed to really just knock it out of the ballpark it is with the dialogue and the writing in general the writing feels very adolescent it feels like it was written by someone who just graduated from high school and is in their first year their first semester at college they're a writing major and finally they are free to write all the vulgarities they want you know they can cuss up a storm they can write raunchy shit be sexual and all this stuff, and it's fine. It's okay for school. Uh, one example is pretty early on. The other cops at the beginning of the day are talking about a cop who was shot down, and one of the characters calls another cop a douchebag, and it's like, well, what's the problem? It's like, why do you have to be such an insensitive dick? And the cop responds with, I, I mean, my dick is very sensitive right now especially the head and when i saw that i just rolled my eyes my hours i rolled my eyes and my hours so hard that i just couldn't take it and, and that's indicative to the writing as a whole if, if you find that funny then good for you but i look at the writing in beat cop as something appealing to 13 to 16 year olds 
maybe a little bit older, but I am very close to being 33 at this point, and that shit is not funny to me anymore. I don't know if it was ever funny to me. I'm sure it was funny to me, uh, for me, at a point in my life when I was that young, but now I don't find that amusing. Uh, not because I don't like raunchiness or vulgarity or any shit like that, as you can tell by the way I talk uh, and the words I use. I just don't think it needs to be a bit smarter. You know, uh, if you're going to say stupid shit, be smart about it, if that makes any sense. Uh, but there, there are other things in that sense that are just really annoying. And that's such a crucial part because this game and games like this are games that I think have spawned from papers, please games that involve morality and, and put you in a place of authority where you have the power to uh, mess people's lives up and you can use this power for good or for bad or for a mixture of both. Or maybe you use your power to help someone out though. It's illegal what you're doing uh, and vice versa and, and whatnot. And I, I like these types of games, you know, they're like I mentioned earlier, this is the police, uh, beholder, I believe was the name of it, where you're managing an apartment building is pretty interesting. Uh, but a lot of them have their issues in various ways. Uh, this is the police ha had the problem of at least in the first one, not a force in your hand. This is the police force your hand so that you could only be so good. You had to be somewhat evil. You had to help out the, the bad guys to some extent, or you would end up losing the game early, uh, because they would just kill you for not going along with them. You couldn't just, uh, ignore them all the time, which I found very frustrating. It meant that the, uh, uh, the that the, it was an illusion illusion of choice uh, in that sense um and beholder and i think beholder is just a game that doesn't feel great on console with a controller but i don't know there's probably something else there uh but bcop really needed strong writing because there is a lot of dialogue and, and they just batter you over the head with it but also the game itself like papers please is tedious you're not doing anything particularly exciting sometimes you'll run down a perp but the majority of your time will be spent checking cars and the parking meters is it expired okay give it a ticket and then you can call in the tow truck if you want uh, then you can also check the tires and the headlights if they're worn down or the headlights are busted write a ticket and of course Plenty of times the person will come up and say, hey, can we work something out? And maybe you'll take a bribe, maybe you won't. Uh, and it just is very repetitive and tedious, like what I assume most cops' lives are day to day. And that's fine. But when so much of the writing, especially with these people who come up to you, and they come up to you often, they're saying the same shit. You know, I hear the same dialogue over and over again. I'm like, okay. I get it, and I just keep wanting to skip it, and I can't skip it fast enough, which is frustrating. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a game that I really, really, really want to like. I I was so excited when I found out it was coming to console, and I hadn't already played it. Uh, 
uh, I was I was so excited to finally play it because I remember seeing some videos of it and thinking, oh, this looks fun, this looks cool, uh, and it looks like my kind of game. I love paper papers, please, and I have enjoyed other games of the same ilk. But Beat Cop has been an incredible disappointment, and I only made it there. It takes place over uh, three weeks, I believe. Each day lasts probably 10 to 15 minutes or so. And you have some things to worry about in terms of uh, money management and all that. You have alimony to pay 300 bucks every, I don't know how long uh, I made my first payment. And uh, some other stuff that I deal with, like your, your uh, support with the cops or with the people and whatnot changes depending on how you act. But uh, I quit after the fourth day because the game bugged out on me. And I again, I'm playing on Xbox One, where in the middle of dialogue, the dialogue just stopped. I was still stuck in the dialogue screen, but the dialogue box disappeared. And I couldn't quit out of it. And there, there aren't save points midday. So you'd have to start over at the very beginning of a day, depending, regardless of how far you got into it. I was at the very, very end of this day. That was especially tedious because I was having to babysit a, a Russian person who was a piece of shit and just going all over the block. You know, it takes place on one block. It's not a, it's not a big area that you're walking around. You're just patrolling one block. Um, and I had to quit out and start the entire day over. And I had no desire, I still have no desire to go back and play through that day again uh, because I haven't enjoyed the game all that much over the course of the first four days and as far as i know it's going to be pretty much more of the same you know just inspecting cars oh it's expired give them a ticket let them go uh you know tow them away if i want and you can find murders at times though the handful of murders and and thefts i've run into so far just involve a bunch of people who i have to talk to they usually have three witnesses per uh, uh, case and all of them have nothing to report they have no information and it's just a waste of time both in game and out of game my game time and my time uh, it just it's a game that has got a lot of potential and I, I would love to see a beat cop 2 because I don't, I don't see what they would do I mean they would just have to get a better writer that's that's a big part and I don't, I don't see them rewriting all of beat cop to make it more interesting to to make the tedium of it uh not so tedious anywho again that is beat cop i played it on xbox one it is on pc and i assume ps4 and switch uh, and then of course more apex legends there, there was some news regarding Apex Legends. They banned 355,000 players on PC for cheating, which is great, but I don't care that much because I don't play on PC, and also I just wanted any excuse to talk about Apex Legends, even though I was going to talk about it regardless, having an excuse, be like, oh, there's actually news about it. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm still playing, and I, ha I have run into cheaters on Xbox One very infrequently, but they're there. They're annoying when they happen. 
but it hasn't been too big of a problem. But uh, I, I got my 10th win. I got a win also with Pathfinder and Bangalore. So I just need to win with Gibraltar so that I can get the achievement for him for that class, the defensive class. And then I'll have to at some point buy the other two classes and win with the rest of the classes I haven't won so I can get that achievement as well. I, I still need to get the achievement for wearing a legendary helmet and body armor at the same time, which is the only achievement I hate because it's based on pure luck, and I hate that. A lot of the other ones are you know, somewhat skill-based, I guess, because you should be a decent player to end up winning, but like get 5,000 points of damage with all, all the characters and, and stuff like that. But I'm definitely, definitely at the point where it's not even a question but uh, an absolute fact that me and my friend Justin we as a team work very well together we kicked a lot of ass last night when we were playing we ended up with probably five or maybe a few more top three finishes and we ended up in the the we ended up as the the runner-up team twice and it was down to two players. It was down to one player on our team and one player on the other team. And in both cases, we didn't end up winning. But we've gotten so close to winning now two times that I feel it's just inevitable for us to win. But when me, him, and his friend Alec play together, it's just it's never going to happen. Because Alec brings out the, the worst in me. Alec's a good player, but he's not super patient he will give away our position and i think because i know that i don't try as hard like i my numbers just go down the toilet as well playing with him so i i don't imagine we'll ever win all three of us it's still enjoyable most of the time sometimes i, I can get annoyed and i'm just kind of half plane uh, my mind is elsewhere but uh i still adore apex legends so much they they did nerf the peacekeeper and the wingman i think a little bit uh i think specifically with the peacekeeper the reloading speed was adjusted and what the shotgun bolt does but i don't think they did anything with the damage or the accuracy of it which is good with the wingman it shoots slower and accuracy shooting from the hip has been decreased i believe uh, which is fine because I don't like the wingman. And so this means people who use the wingman won't be able to uh, use it as effectively against me, which is always good. Uh, but I I love Apex Legends so much. Season 1 needs to get her already because I just want I want, I want to give them money. And I don't want to buy more coins just to buy Apex packs. Though at the same time, I kind of do. Uh, I love it so much. I hope... We get another Twitch Prime Apex bundle thing for free with like five packs so I can get some more free shit. I was super happy too because the last pack I got for free for just leveling up, because uh, I'm at like 56 now, I got a legendary finisher for Bloodhound, my main, which was great. And I got the one where it just, I think it's called Clean Kill, and it just looks like he's shanking the, the motherfucker. He just looks like he, he gets in there real quick and shanks the shit out of him. And one thing I'm curious about, because his default animation, his default finisher, is pretty slow and involves him like picking out his knife and flipping it and then throwing it at the, the enemy. 
I'm wondering if the animation is actually quicker. If it if it's not as, uh, uh, what am I looking for? What word am I looking for? As dangerous, I guess, as risky to use the finisher with this particular with clean kill. If it's quicker, so that you can use it and not worry about being shot at and uh, being uh, and having the animation canceled mid animation, but. It, Apex Legends is still fantastic. There are, there are times where it, it can be a little laggy, but overall it runs pretty well, and I just... I I love it so much. I'm sure at some point I will get tired of it, probably. Unless the way they support it is great, and they change things up and you know mess around with areas and just throw little things here and there, uh, like what they do with Fortnite or whatever. Uh, not that I know exactly what they do with Fortnite because I don't pay attention to it, but I'm, I'm, I just, I'm so excited to see them start changing things up, putting things in and supporting it in a lot more interesting ways. Cause there's, there hasn't really been much of anything, you know, some balance tweaks and stuff, but outside of that, there hasn't been much in terms of content uh so that'll be good and yeah that's pretty much it game wise so i'll move on to movies and get through it quickly i watched free solo which i believe won best documentary and it is about the mountain climber dude with freaking ginormous hands and sausage fingers if you if you see his hands they're ridiculous they are they do not look real they look like gloves it looks like he's wearing lifelike gloves on top of his actual hands and it's freaky but it's a very 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 good movie i enjoyed it from start to finish you know despite knowing that he survives the the actual climb the free solo climb was still tense uh because you see the the work up to that point where he did have trouble when he was tethered and all that but I also really liked it because I could relate to the, the main guy in, in some of his thought processes and his social awkwardness and his, the, there was one point where he's talking about, you know, if, if I die, whatever, who cares? People will move on. It's fine. It's not going to be a big deal. And that's exactly how I feel, uh, which it was weird and nice to see that uh, said by someone else. And I was like, oh, that's exactly how I feel. Like to me, if I died yesterday, who gives a shit? No one's going to care. They'll, they'll care for a little bit. But in a week or whatever, they'll move on. They'll forget about me and they'll be fine. It's no big deal. I'm not going to... My death would not have a serious impact on anyone's life. I don't think it would. Uh, I think people would move on pretty quickly. Uh, my dad would probably be the most affected. But outside of him, I mean, you know, sure, my mother. But I, I don't know. I think people would move on pretty quickly. I'm not all that special. I'm, you know, so who really cares? And who really is all that special? Whatever. I don't. I don't get all that emotional when celebrities die because I don't. I don't know them. Why should I care? So many people die every day. Why should I care about the celebrity? Because they're a celebrity. Because they made some stuff that I liked. Sure. I remember when Robin Williams died. People were just, oh my god, they were so emotional, and it sucked. Sure. Uh, and, and the reasons behind his death sucked. Um, and he's made some things that I love, you know, and some things that I didn't love, uh, but a lot of things I did love, but his death doesn't affect me. Sure. He will he won't be making 
any more content. That's true, but I didn't actually know him. So, whatever. Does that make me a terrible person? If it does, well, that's fine. I don't care. I don't give a shit if I'm a terrible person. And then I also watched 50-50 again for the first time in a while. <laughs> and that was funny, too, because I was just thinking, huh, if I found out I had cancer and that I had a very good chance of dying, I don't think I would tell anyone. I would just let it happen. And if I died, then people could find out later that it died and then they could move on. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. Part of it is that I don't, I don't want anyone's sympathy for anything ever. And, you know, in the same sense that I don't tell people my birthday because I don't want people celebrating me for any reason. I don't think I deserve any kind of celebration in that sense. Also, the, the reason why, like, I'm, I'm not great at promoting myself or being like, hey, come support the site. I'm like, whatever. You can do it if you want. I, I don't Whatever. <laughs> Um, I don't want to keep talking about myself anyway. Uh, Free Solo is very good if you have a chance to check it out and you like documentaries it's really worth checking out um, so yeah do that I think I heard it might be coming to Netflix I don't know it's at uh, your local Redbox on DVD if you want to check it out though in that way and then I watched the first hour of West Side Story which I haven't seen in a very long time. I don't know if I've ever seen the movie from start to finish, but I watched the first hour and that was enough for me to know I don't give a shit about West Side Story. And the, the reasons why include I don't care about the story or the characters, but more importantly, I think the majority of the movie, uh, the movie, uh, <laughs> I just corrected me saying the movie by saying the movie again. I think the majority of the music in West Side Story is trash. I think it's actively bad. I actively disliked it. Uh, the only song I liked was America or whatever it's called. I thought that was a fun, enjoyable song, but everything else I could care less about. Uh, so yeah, they're not so bad that I couldn't care less about them. I could care less about them, but I, I sure didn't care much about them. Don't know where I'm going that with that, but, uh, for me, and I think everyone, a hundred percent of people out there the reason why you want to watch a musical and why you would like musicals is because of the music. And if the music is shit, who gives a shit about the rest of the movie? Right? Right? Uh, a, a great musical should have a handful of amazing songs that are cushioned by a lot of solid songs. A great musical should have some songs, at least a few, that I know, that I like to sing, that I remember and can hum if nothing else if i don't know the lyrics like a lot of disney movies or rocky horror little shop of horrors uh, les mis hamilton uh nightmare before christmas you know i i could sing so many songs from these uh few examples but i don't outside of america every other song is just like ugh, no no uh so that's fine, I guess. And then I rewatched the first Fast and the Furious movie, which was not great. And I probably knew this all along, but rewatching it now, I realize how beat for beat it is just Point Break and just a much worse version of Point Break that isn't fun and is filled with a lot of shitty characters. And sure, it's important in that it started the franchise that has a few 
good movies, maybe one great in there. But overall, well, actually, I think if I if I were to count it, I think the series is currently at 50-50. Uh, just talked about 50-50, and this is 50-50. Uh, the first movie sucks. Too Fast, Too Furious, also not great. Tokyo Drift, fun despite Bow Wow's presence. The fourth movie, ah, fucking the worst one in the bunch. And then Fast Five, uh, five through seven are fun. Fast Five is by far my favorite. Eight, I think is shit again because I think Shirley Throne isn't that great. I think she's overrated in general, but I didn't like her. And then just the storyline with Dom and him being the bad guy is like, Ugh. And having no Paul Walker hurts it because he was the heart of the series. Um, but what hurts the first one a lot is just having a very weak ensemble uh, of characters, a, a, just a weak ensemble. Uh, you know, with the, the later entries, we get so many other characters that are fun and add a lot to it and have great chemistry and all that. So it, it just makes. Uh, it's a reminder of how much uh, those characters have added to the series since the beginning, since its inception, and it also just the the craziness that this series has uh, become the, the uh, is what makes it a lot more fun too. Because uh, I think Vin Diesel is not a very charismatic actor. I don't like Michelle Rodriguez all that much either. So in the very beginning, it was just Paul Walker and Dom's sister, whoever that actress is. I, she could be a good actress, but she doesn't have much to do in any of the movies outside of the first one. And the first one, she's just whatever. She's just your standard love interest, sister of the baddie or the, the anti-hero. What is he? I don't know. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, that is uh, it. That'll do it. This is, this is such a great 600th episode. Anywho, again, once again, again, once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and check them both out there, along with some anime reviews, if you so choose. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.